It's time to set your TARDIS time coordinates for 1987. Today we're going to take a look at the start of the 7th Doctor's comic run in Doctor Who Classics Volume 7, just ahead. Welcome to the Classy Comics Podcast, where we search for the best comics in the universe. From Boise, Idaho, here is your host, Adam Graham. As I mentioned in a previous podcast, going back to the late 1970s, Doctor Who magazine was the home of Doctor Who comic strips, and this continued into the Seventh Doctor era. Seventh Doctor was portrayed by Sylvester McCoy, who took over at a very difficult time. Colin Baker had been fired as the Doctor at the request of the BBC, quite unfairly in my opinion, and hadn't actually appeared in a regeneration story, with McCoy donning Baker's costume and a blonde wig. Definitely a bumpy way to begin an on-television run. Are the comics that bumpy? Well, we'll take a look here. We're going to be reviewing Doctor Who Classics Volume 7 from IDW uh, back in uh, the earlier part of the 21st century. IDW landed the Doctor Who license for comics, and they not only printed new comics with the 10th and the 11th Doctor, as well as a 50th anniversary special series, they also did Doctor Who Classics, which reprinted stories from the Doctor Who magazine. The Doctor Who Classics uh, volume is not the only way to read these stories. You can actually buy Panini's uh, collection, which is now the one who will print all of the pr- uh, previous uh, classic Doctor Who comic collections. The big difference with the Panini collection is that the books are in their original magazine size and they're also in black and white. I like the Doctor Who Classics uh, presentation because they're more typical American comic size, which I'm used to, plus they're also, uh, you are colorized. The colors are done by Charlie Kirkhoff, who just does a fantastic job on here. They feel very true to the type of color uh, choices that the artist would have made had uh, they had the option of doing color comics back in the 1980s. The only downside to reading this in the Doctor Who Classics version is you don't get the commentary at the back, which the Panini uh, version is kind of nice, but we can uh, forego that. The book is about 120 pages long. The comics in Doctor Who magazine at this point were eight pages in length. So you have uh, 15 strips collected in here, and a total of eight Doctor Who stories. The first story is A Cold Day in Hell, which finds the Doctor traveling to a planet that is supposed to be a tropical pleasure planet, along with Frobisher, who is best known as a six-doctor companion. He is a shape-shifting, hard-boiled private investigator who, through most of his Doctor Who comic run, 
took on the shape of an anthropomorphic talking penguin. Give the comics credit for introducing a companion they couldn't have done on TV. As the title implies, the Doctor and Frobisher find that the planet is now in the midst of an ice age and the ice warriors are present on the planet. This is a fairly decent, if not spectacular, ice warrior story. It hits most of the highlights, though the Ice Warriors lack some of the complexity and nuance that can make them interesting in the TV series. Uh, the one big problem with this is I'm not entirely sure this was originally written with the Seventh Doctor in mind. The story serves as a good by-point for Frobisher, but is somewhat confused as to uh, chronology, partially because the uh, Perry traveled with the Sixth Doctor and Frobisher, and so this is assuming that uh, this is right after they dropped off or said goodbye to Perry, when in fact the Sixth Doctor had a fair amount of living left to do before he uh, regenerated. It, it kind of feels like they were the writers were not given full details as to what was going on with the series, so they produced something that was a little bit more out of continuity than it needed to be. Still, it's an okay story. Uh, Redemption is a one-strip uh, story that finds the Doctor allowing someone from a cold day in hell to travel with him in the TARDIS, but it turns out they're wanted. This story, I guess, was okay. It didn't do a whole lot for me. Just kind of uh, mediocre. The Crossroads of Time finds the Doctor bumping into a giant, metal, angry creature called Death's Head. It's kind of supposed to be like the a Doctor having a fender bender, except Death's Head wants to kill the Doctor in payment for the inconvenience of the Doctor hitting him in time. This story tries to be funny, but it kind of fails. It does end up with the Doctor doing something to save his skin that ultimately endangers Earth. And I know it's a comedy story, but good comedy stories really try to tell a story that's got comedy that's based on the way the characters actually behave. That's actually funny. The Doctor doing something completely out of character like this isn't funny, it's just kind of dumb. The Claws of the Clathy is a three-strip story, and it's probably my favorite in the book. It finds the Doctor in Victorian England that also involves some inhabitants of the a freak show. There have been a series of strange burglaries, but the doctor uh, suspects there's more to it. Uh, this story takes, I think, what's a pretty perfect and tried uh, Doctor Who method, where you throw the doctor back into the Victorian era. It works pretty well here. There's a lot of uh, great uh, art and some imaginative uh, twist in here. Even though it's just a 24-page story, it was well worth a read. Keepsake is another one-strip story. And he's fly a pilot flying what I think is a salvage uh, ship and just living a typical selfish life until the Doctor 
comes along and drags him into a rescue attempt. This story's not bad, but again, it's kind of unmemorable. Planet of the Dead is an interesting story that finds the Doctor landing on a planet where he encounters his past selves as well as departed companions. The story doesn't add up to a whole lot, but the art is fun, particularly as we get to see a lot of characters who you don't get a lot in comic book forms, such as Adric and Jamie. The twist at the end isn't amazing, but it's a fun little story. Culture Shock is written by Grant Morrison, who went on to become a legend in American comics with uh, titles like All-Star Superman. The story is about the Doctor feeling down on himself and on his future, and if there's any point to what he does. And he's encouraged when he runs into a sentient cell culture that uh, needs his help. It's a fun story that manages to cover a lot of emotion in a short time. The final story in the book is The Echoes of Mogor, which is a two-strip story running about 16 pages that finds the Doctor arriving on a planet where an expedition has been totally wiped out, the last member dying just before the Doctor arrived as they investigate what's believed to be a long-extinct race. The Doctor arrives just before the relief party does, and it's a mystery as to what happened, and the Doctor has to figure it out. This one's a good, high-concept mystery. It's got a bit of a base-under-siege element, but the 16 pages limit how much of that can actually be worked in as part of the story. One of the big parts of that setup is the local authorities believing the doctor is responsible for whatever has gone on and threatening him. That lasts for all of two panels. So that we can actually get to the solution and resolution of the story uh, in 16 pages. Overall, I enjoyed the book. I would give Doctor Who Classics Volume 7 a rating of somewhat classy. Yeah, there were some pointless strips in here, and I also think the last uh, strip was a bit rushed in its resolution. Still, there are some truly classical, enjoyable stories in here, and it's a nice look at how the Seventh Doctor comic strips were playing out while Sylvester McCoy was still on the air. If you can get your hands on the Doctor Who Classics uh, version of it, the colors, again, are really impressive and make the story pop without seeming out of place. All right, well, that will do it for today. Uh, if you have a comment, email it to me, ClassyComicsGuy at gmail.com. And check out our website, ClassyComicsGuy.com. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.